Hello and welcome to the ID Talk podcast. My name is Peter Counter and I am the Editor-in-Chief at Fine Biometrics, where October is Financial Biometrics Month, presented in association with our premier partner, Money 2020. All month we've been spotlighting the trends and innovations in the financial biometrics sector, and that's why I am so pleased to welcome FaceFee CEO Javier Mira back to the podcast. In our interview, Mira and I talk about FaceFee's success in Latin America, centering on the company's recent deployment in Argentina, where its technology is helping retirees safely and securely collect their pensions. Conversation shifts to the global markets, and Mira tells me about how the pandemic has affected the financial biometrics landscape. We conclude with a reflection on FaceFee's continued success and thoughts on how biometrics and finance will evolve in the coming years. It's always exciting to have an expert like Mira on the podcast, so without further ado, I am pleased to present Javier Mira, CEO of FaceFee, right here on ID Talk. I'm joined today by Javier Mira, CEO of FaceFee. Javier, welcome back to ID Talk. It's great to have you here. Hello, Peter. A pleasure, like always. So, FaceFee is now being used in Argentina for pension collection. What are the unique fraud threats that face retirees, and how does FaceFee's technology address those threats? Well, this is a quite important achievement, especially in this period of the pandemic, that uh, many people, and at least in this project, the, the, the elderly people in Argentina, uh, they had to go every month to the branch offices, to the bank, to receive somehow the, the pension and some also some grants that the government is, is giving to, in order to help in this very, very bad situation that we all have today and somehow uh, because we do have uh, quite a, an important market in Argentina in terms of face fees present in many of the the banks in the in the country they know perfectly the the identification and the authentication methods that we do have with the facial recognition we were trying to help in this moment through some of our clients in this case is Superville to sim- simplify the method that the, these people are receiving the grants or receiving the pension. And that was just by applying our technology into the uh, apps of the bank in order to make the verification of the right people, obviously with the security protocols that are necessary to grant that the the authorized person is receiving that grant, et cetera. And we are very happy because at the end, we, we had a very nice success from the government, from the bank and from the end users, everyone is, is pretty happy about the, the impact that this technology has been uh, affecting to them. So, so very happy. And uh, it's just a question that FaceFee is very well considered in the, in the country. And we, will just, uh, we would just uh, try to do our best in order to, to improve the, the situation in the country. Absolutely. I mean, this is definitely one of the, the big use cases that our, I know our industry has been moving toward addressing for a long time. So congratulations on that deployment. I think one of the most fascinating characteristics of this use case is specifically the demographic. For years, biometrics and financial services have been adopted mostly by you know, young Gen X, millennials, other young generations. What has made biometrics appealing to pensioners and older generations? Well, this is this is something that uh, we realized not now with the pandemic, but uh, a few years ago, 
we were thinking at that moment exactly what you were mentioning that uh, this type of technologies biometrics facial recognition uh, and many other technologies were all were only uh, adaptable or more focused on millennials or young people that they are very used to to use this type of technologies and and many others using the device the smartphones etc but somehow at the beginning of the history of phase fee when we were implementing facial recognition for authentication in some banks uh, when we were asking our banks our clients how are your users using our technology could you share more or less the, the profile of the end user from the bank that it's uh, capable to use facial recognition for authentication for transactions etc and somehow they, they they told us that they were quite shocked because uh, at the beginning they were thinking exactly like we were that uh, just young people probably would be adopting this type of technologies but uh, the truth was that many of the customers that were adopting this technology was elderly people and uh, when we were asking why they told us that uh, they noticed that rather than trying to tap the to type the pin code that maybe they don't feel very well looking at the screen they don't feel very well you know the biometrics the thing is that they feel very well making taking a selfie they, they used to take a selfie by themselves they, they do pictures to the the their son the grandsons etc so somehow this group of people they know perfectly using the smartphone and taking a selfie if you take that anything that you can apply from this scenario that someone is using the cell phone to take a selfie and you can give him some kind of authentication process for digital onboarding, for pension, for authentication. Uh, that's good. So we noticed that rather than being an impact, a negative impact, that it's elderly people, I think it's a positive thing that elderly people see in this uh, technology a very convenient technology to start using for many tasks that they, they used to do. Yeah, it's it's really a testament to the importance of having a strong and intuitive user experience because you're right. It absolutely, you know, it's a big surprise for me and uh, and it clearly is helping these people's lives. Um, you know, you've already mentioned a bit that you have a substantial presence in Argentina and that's also true of the rest of the Latin American market. What continues to make that region such a hotbed for biometric adoption in fintech? Well, we think that uh, we've been traveling and pushing very hard this, this region, Latin America, uh, since, since many reasons. But we saw that uh, because of the fraud, the, the, the level of fraud in terms of identity they had in the past years, pushed companies like Facebook to try to solve a problem in, within the fintech and financial sector. And they were really open to adopt this type of technologies. When there is a big problem of fraud in, in a country or in a market specifically, it's a little bit easier to go to the regulators and try to adapt re the regulation to this type of new technologies. So at the end, it's a, it's a combination that the Facebook was presenting the right solution, the, the right technology, the regulators were seeing in our technology a good thing in order to somehow stop or reduce the level of fraud in the identity world and at the end the customer they saw that investing in these type of technologies 
we're also changing the user experience, but at the same time, trying to reduce the, the number of, of hacks or attacks that they were receiving. So Latin America was somehow taking the advantage in that way. But it's not only Latin America, the countries that are looking at uh, this type of technology. Now we see in different regions like uh, Asia Pacific, like in many countries now in Europe also, they are paying attention to this type of technologies, contactless technologies. So we think that uh, the, ten the trend is gonna come and all, not only in, in Latin America. With over 60 clients and more than 10 million users worldwide, FaceFee is Spain's leader in biometric solutions for identity verification, specializing in facial recognition systems, digital onboarding, and safe work environments. With a presence in more than 25 countries, FaceFee has performed more than 1 billion authentications and more than 21 million digital onboardings, making the company a global pioneer in biometric banking. Improving customer experience and protecting sensitive data with state-of-the-art biometrics is FaceFee's hallmark. And you can learn more about how FaceFee makes life safe, secure, and convenient by visiting facefee.com today. And now, back to the podcast. On that note of seeing a, a specific problem and then addressing it for demand um you know the whole world is is faced with COVID 19 right now and face fee recently upgraded its technology so that it can authenticate users wearing face masks uh, and this is obviously a major differentiator for mobile face recognition in this era what were the key hurdles in adapting your solution to cater to these pandemic needs you know, Peter, we had a solution called Look and Fee that uh, it's similar to facial recognition in terms of how we use the, the camera and the part of the face that we try to, to take in order to, to extract all the information. And Look and Fee is more or less doing the same, but the big difference is that the technology is just focusing the extraction of the template on the area that it's around the, the eyes, so it's the, the periocular area. We had this solution about two and a half years ago, and some of our clients uh, started using this technology rather than the facial recognition. Uh, more or less, the, 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 the function is the same. Some small differences, differences, like for example, the template is a little bit smaller, the speed for the technology in that case is a little bit uh, faster. More or less the accuracy between periocular authentication and facial recognition authentication is really, really similar. And we had this technology prepared to be used. At some point, at uh, the beginning of this year, we just got impacted by, by the pandemic. And somehow we noticed that many of our clients started using a face mask. And somehow we could adapt this product called Look and Fee that was related to the periocular area. We could somehow very easily adapt this solution to the to the face, including the face mask. So we were prepared to to launch this this technology, and uh, and we were just trying to answer some of the demands that we were receiving from our banks, saying if we could be also making authentication or identification of our customers wearing the face mask. So at the end, 
for us it was not that complicated because we didn't have to start from scratch the the R and D for this product was eighty percent of the product was already done. Right. Yeah. I mean, that makes a lot of sense, especially because, you know, prior to this, there were plenty of use cases where you would need periocular recognition. Uh, I'm thinking, obviously, in healthcare and um, in laboratory or manufacturing spaces where that's all you can read anyway. So it is it is interesting how these these technologies and these trends did exist before this. Sort of on that note, with the pandemic, we've seen a massive migration to online and mobile banking. I'm wondering, how has this affected the demand for your digital onboarding and contactless authentication solutions? I think the demand has been increased, but at the same time, what I would say is that the trend was also here before the pandemic. We know that uh, digital onboarding processes, contactless technologies were really demanded uh, last year, by the end of last year. It, it's something that we know that within the digital transformation uh, processes that many of financial sector and uh, hospitals and insurance companies are trying to achieve within this digital transformation process, biometrics and authentication and identity management is part of the, it's a, it's a very big important module of the process of, of this digital transformation. But at the same time, it's true, I would say that COVID-19 somehow push the demand, or I would say that has accelerated the demand of this type of contactless solution, because now every one of us, if we can do a, a process, a task, without trying to go to some place to have a physical access, and we can do that using our laptop or mobile or any other electronic channel, it's much easier for us, it's more convenient, and at the same time, is more secure in terms of, of health. So somehow we notice that uh, companies, financial institutions, or even governments that were thinking about implementing this type of technologies, but step by step, somehow now they are kind of urgent uh, in order to make the integration as soon as possible because of the COVID, so somehow it's helping, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that reminds me about what you were describing in Latin America with the with the fraud threats is sometimes these people, these trends are already there and, and the technology is already there and implementers just need the that one push, that urgency to implement it. And it really does feel like the, the pandemic really inspired that in people. You know, speaking, we've already talked about Latin America, but face fee is also active, as you said earlier, in Asia, Asia Pacific specifically in the financial space. You recently were adopted by KB Securities in Korea. And um, my question is, what are the unique characteristics of that market? We talked a bit about how they were similar, but are there any major differences? Well, in my opinion, it's a big, big change between the other markets that we try to implement our technology and South Korea. South Korea is one of the top markets today with the highest level of technology implementations. We have technologies like blockchain, biometrics at Korea. I would say that it's on, on, on top of the rest of the, of the countries. And at the same time, regulation is quite tough. In, in, in what I mean that it's quite tough is that it's, I would say it's quite similar to the European regulation in terms of privacy, and, uh, and and protection of the end user, etc. 
And somehow we started about a year ago talking with some financial entities, presenting the solution together with this with this financial entity to the government in order to try to adapt the regulation in order to start using the digital onboarding process, but making it some a little bit simpler than before. Because until now, if you want to open an account in South Korea using a digital onboarding process, it was possible, but you had to, was mandatory that you had to do a video call, a video conference with the staff of the bank in order to, again, certify the documentation, your name, that you're a live person, etc. And somehow the government, after talking with the, together all the three parties in this project, the government accepted to give some specific permission to a couple of banks in order to implement this type of process, of digital onboarding process, without the video conference and just accepting the verification of the matching phase, the liveness detection, and OCR process. And we just were the, the company selected by KB Securities in Korea to do the process. Now we're on production, and we are very happy of, of being the first company in this specific market, being able to do 100% digital onboarding process completely digital rather than, than using a video call. Characteristic of that market? Well, I think this is a market that needs to be, you need to be committed to the highest standards of technology, security, uh, information, privacy, etc. And for us, it's been a big, big achievement. It's true. In Argentina, banking is safe, secure, and easier than ever for retirees collecting their pensions. Thanks to FaceFee, pensioners have a contactless and intuitive banking option that lets them verify their identity from the comfort of their homes using best-in-class face biometrics. No more in-person visits to the bank for authentication and proof of life, just a simple and secure mobile process. And it works. The Argentine bank Superville has over 150,000 customers banking with biometrics, and FaceFee is making it happen. With a presence in more than 25 countries, FaceFee has performed more than 1 billion authentications and more than 21 million digital onboardings, making the company a global pioneer in biometric banking. In these unprecedented times, the company is helping banks in Argentina put their customers first. Learn how FaceFee is making a difference by reading FaceFee's latest white paper, Biometric Recognition, the new ally for older people. You can download the white paper at www.facefee.com slash whitepaper slash digital dash transformation dash of dash Argentine dash pensioners or by following the link in the show notes. And now back to the podcast. Face fee has obviously, uh, you know, we've talked before about this, but you're continuing to see exceptional growth. You saw it year after year, and even with the challenges of 2020, you're still keeping up impressive performance. What are the key factors for your company's success right now in 2020? 2020, you mentioned it, uh, it's been tough for for many of us in terms of this really, really special situation. You cannot travel, you cannot go to 
exhibitions and conferences to somehow expose your company and present your products and solutions. But on the other side, as, as I was telling before, uh, the trend of this type of technologies is, is here. It's, it's quite powerful today. And on Facebook, what we try to do is try to be the most flexible, try to adapt to the end user, consumer, in order to create a fantastic user experience and keeping the highest standards for security and privacy and somehow to build the together with the with the with the client with the bank or the hospital or whoever try to build or to be part of this digital transformation that they are trying to do trying to adapt ourselves in many things infrastructure technology the language program etc cetera, etc cetera. so i think there is no one key factor that makes face successful today i think it's a combination of trying to be really uh, aligned with the client, really aligned with our partners and trying to give the best we can in order to help them to change the user experience of the, of the end user. I think that if you are capable to do that, the success is, is coming. Yeah, well, and I mean, you mentioned their digital transformation. We've been talking about that throughout our conversation here. Um, given all of the acceleration of trends that we've been seeing, given what FaceFee has been successful with recently, how do you see the financial biometrics market evolving in the near future? I think we all agree that biometrics uh, are here and are here to stay and to improve and to just help us to have a better user experience and, and more secure transactions. Financial sector, financial biometrics they, they know that uh, today's situation is mandatory that they start using this type of technologies. At the beginning, it was more difficult because obviously first adapters are uh, somehow taking some risk in order to see how the product is going to be uh, on production, how it's going to be accepted or not by end users, etc. But now, Everyone knows that this is not the future, this is the present. So we see and we are con every single day receiving impacts from our clients that financial biometrics and financial institution using biometrics is something that in the next three to five years is going to be used as much as possible. Because obviously one thing is to make a transaction with the face or to use the voice in order to to identify a, a specific client, but at the end is something that within the financial world, in any transaction, any task, any scenario that finance institutions they have today with our end user is going to be changed in order to start making it a very simple process, a very convenient experience to the end user and biometrics are going to be extremely important in all that, uh, in all those scenarios, let's say. We talked about a lot of things today. How can listeners get in touch with you and FaceFee to learn more about these, these topics? Well, I think that listeners can uh, have access to some of the information we were discussing today, Peter, through our website, the social networks we have. They can also somehow send an email or through their website in order to receive the newsletter that we have, where we just uh, try to help uh, explaining and posting some of the use cases that we have with some financial institutions. 
So I think if they go to the web, we have the whole set of information ready to be to be downloaded for, for them. Fantastic. Well, we'll link all of that in the show notes and online. And uh, Javier, as always, it's a pleasure to, to speak with you. I've learned a lot today. Thank you very much for joining me. Thank you very much, Peter. A pleasure. And so concludes my conversation with Javier Mira, CEO of FaceFee. To learn more about the topics discussed today, visit facefee.com or check the link in our show notes to download the white paper, Biometric Recognition, The New Ally for Older People. And for more Financial Biometrics Month featured content, stay posted to Find Biometrics. I would like to thank Javier once again for joining me on today's episode. Our podcast theme music is by Logamrad. I have been your host, Peter Counter. Thank you for listening to the ID Talk podcast. Mm-hmm.